0: If life was a cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I
1: wanted that one.
0: It's Matt and Alex' all day
1: breakfast. Welcome to Thursday. It is your all day brekkie. No matter when you choose to consume, your boys Matt and Alex are here.
2: Hey, Alex, have you been to your partner Woods' Wikipedia page? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it says here, uh, what oh, are you, wait, what are you doing?
1: What are you doing at, looking at my. Someone Wikipedia sent it page. in
2: onto, their, onto our Instagram page at okay. Uh Supported client liaison their 2019 tour, received full rotation on radio singles, blah 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 Woods covered a Vance Joy song for a Triple J like a version She is widely regarded as The Goods <laughs> Have you seen that? Did you do
1: that? I'm only so pathetic my friend Yes, I text that in <laughs> to radio stations to try and get them to play the music. But I don't go on Wikipedia <laughs> and say it.
2: If you check the references, it's number seven. It says Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Retrieved <laughs> on the 22nd of May, 2020. So now we're officially a media site. This is the facts.
1: Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for joining us. It is a good show today. We do have comedian Celia Picola joining us and some great news for live entertainment. The arts industry getting hit with all sorts of uh, rough stuff in the world of coronavirus. But... Uh, one band has come up with a way to uh, potentially skirt around a few issues that come with people congregating in a particular area. And so we're going to be chatting to uh, Zach from Hockey Dad, uh, great bands from the Illawarra region represent, uh, who will be telling us what they're doing to uh, to put on a little gig for the masses. Are you missing the, uh, the live music, Matt O'Kine?
2: Yeah, I really, really am. Um, I absolutely loved going out to all those gigs, but it looks like this new initiative might be uh, the future, so I'm excited. And going from hockey dads to detective dads, we're going to chase up a few people about their detective-like parents uh thanks to some talk back from yesterday and also we'll be checking in on the dankest memes with that boy Gregory salad fingers you are mate. Is that
1: boy here today
2: I reckon we might have to cross over to the uh spicy meme market
1: okay well, that's coming update hope you are well it's all day breakfast coffee
0: yeah coffee a seventh coffee never hurt anyone oh, I feel a barge
1: Matt O'Kine. Can you imagine my joy when I take a look at the internets today and see that gigs are back? Albeit, uh, slightly more separated, some live music is going to be happening around the Illawarra region with some of Illawarra's finest. It's Hockey Dad. That's their song, Join the Club. And uh, I tell you what, The boys have done it. They've figured out a way for people to come and watch them. And I guess it's going a little bit back to the future. We might chat to someone from the band to find out exactly what they're doing. Hello, Zach from Hockey Dad. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing?
2: So good. Thanks, Zach. Now, we first uh, crossed paths way back in 2014 when you were a Triple J Unearthed High finalist. Uh, You've since gone on in those six years to do such incredible stuff. Tell us... Where were you at when all of this uh, hit? What was, what was on the cards and, and, then, and then what happened?
3: We were just about to go on tour, actually. We were maybe about two weeks away from leaving to go to the U.S. for a month and then straight over to Europe for a month. So we had a big, a big few months planned and then we kind of just had to sit, sit at home and do nothing.
1: Dear, oh, dear. So you took a look around your house. What could you find to uh, occupy yourself when you should have been touring around the States? <laughs>
3: I, uh, I mowed the lawn <laughs> a couple of
1: times. Um, that, that's about it. I think I bought a couple of records and
3: I've been playing some Xbox. Oh, what game?
2: Ooh. I've been playing NBA 2K20 lately. That's been my thing. Oh, nice one. Okay, so uh, so you had massive plans, then they all fell apart. Now you've suddenly announced this big event. It's happening on the July 31st. It's uh, called Alive at the Drive-In, and it essentially is a gig where people will be watching from their cars. How did this idea land in your lap?
3: I think the idea was floating around for a few weeks. We were just trying to figure out ways to do it. And uh, the Yors and and ours guys kind of, I think they kind of came up with the idea. And we saw a few other gigs happening. Like I saw the video of Casey Donovan singing with all the cars honking. It was amazing. (laughs) So we were kind of like, oh, it's possible to do it. And we thought, yeah, like, We've never done it before. I've never even been to a drive-in movie or anything before, so we had to give it a go to see what it's going to be like.
1: Absolutely. So I've never been to a concert at a drive-in either. Is the honk substituting for the applause? I don't, I don't know. It's going to be such a weird thing. I feel like we can't gauge it until the first song
3: finishes. <laughs> yeah, ba-ba,
2: ba-ba, ba-ba,
1: ba-ba, ba-ba. <laughs> yeah.
2: People going to mosh just by driving into each other or something? Is uh, <laughs> what? I mean, you need I the mean, uh, the big
1: Snoop Dogg video clip <laughs> cars going up and down <laughs> yeah, to mock and bouncing. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but Zach, uh, I mean, tell us, uh, do you know how big this? Because it's at the uh, it's at the Bulleye Showground. How big is the showground? How many how many people can fit in this gig?
3: I think it's ticketed for four hundred cars. I think Whoa. it is. So that's a lot of cars, and I guess five people per car. We're looking pretty
1: good. Yeah, and particularly if a bunch of clowns from the circus around Bulleye come <laughs> and jump in the car and cram in to get 11, 12, 13, that could be uh, pretty interesting as well. And you're going to be playing new songs from your upcoming album. Can you tell us uh, about what's going to be happening on Brain Candy, the up- upcoming one from Hockey Dad? Yeah, so
3: we're gonna. I think we're going to play the whole album in full that night. Um, So that's a new one. It comes out on the 31st. That's the release day. Oh, sweet. And we have a new, yeah, we have a new single coming off it called Good Eye. That'll be out pretty soon, just before the gig. And then, yeah, the record will be out for everyone to enjoy July 31st. Brilliant Dude, this stuff.
2: is so so exciting. Um, now you guys are you know young band. You got some young fans. Uh, what are we What are we thinking? It's going to look like BYO or uh, <laughs> the drive plates, drive through <laughs> bottler or what's what's going on?
3: I have no idea. It's hard enough planning a regular gig. A driving gig is just a logistical nightmare when it comes to all that <laughs> stuff. I have absolutely no idea. Like, Fair enough.
1: Yeah, Leave it to the professionals. a
3: keg in the back of your truck or something. I don't
1: know. <laughs> sure, the passengers, but the driver, as always, staying safe, yes. which is what we love yeah, exactly. as well. One
3: designated driver.
1: The other problem I can see, as someone who's watched a few American movies, my only sort of insight into this, what are you going to do about a little bit of Hanky panky in the cars with the drive in movie because I, that's, that's where the groovy, cool kids we used to go in the 50s to uh, have a little smooch. Are you keeping an eye on that as well?
3: Yeah, I guess so. I never, I never really thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it up. But um, hopefully they'll be parked far enough away. Well, I think the sun will be down by the time we play. Good. I think that's a sacred thing. You know, you don't want to bother anybody. So, Dude, yeah,
2: you can we'll have 400. We'll you can have 400 babies conceived to your gig
1: back. <laughs> like this is a, this like is a huge thing. The window in Titanic. Just keep an eye out for the foggy <laughs> windows, my friend, from up on the stage. Uh, just beware. Are there a couple of uh, you know love songs on the on the album Brain Candy?
3: Yeah, there's a couple of slower kind of uh, a few like little country ballads that are a little lovey dovey. So yeah, we'll be able to we'll tone it down and get the lights going. It'll be a good night. It'll be like a cinematic experience, I assume.
2: Well, yeah, you mentioned the cinematic experience because there's the uh, doco as well being played.
3: Yeah, it's kind of a doco. It's um, the new Rage uh, 3 surf movie. filmed by Toby Cregan from Skeggs. Uh, him and a, his crew, the Rage crew, just filmed a surf movie. I think it came out about a few months ago, but we're going to be uh, putting that on the big screen before all the bands as well. Oh, that'll be so sweet, bro. Um,
1: If you want a bit more information on it, make sure you uh, check out uh, the Hockey Dad website as well, hockeydadband.com. You'll be able to get some tickets, head along in your car, make sure it's roadworthy, drive responsibly, and make sure, above all, to listen to Hockey Dad. Thank you very much, Zach. It's been a pleasure, my friends. Thanks,
4: guys. Thanks for having me. Order up.
5: Just
1: how you like it. Perfect. At pretty huge talk back yesterday uh, on what have you lost and found. Uh, A bit of a lost and found miracle. And Sam from Mount Gambier had one of the more incredible stories I've ever heard.
3: A while ago, it's for my 6th birthday, actually. My uh, Uncle Craig, obviously a bit of a last-minute present, he um, just wrote a little note on a $20 note for me and gave me that one. That's a classic Uncle Craig. And, um... Being 16, I was going to try and hold on to it, but obviously not real. Don't have a heap of cash to my name, so a couple of weeks went past and I spent it on something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I can see, see that happening.
3: Six years later, just before a game of cricket, I was grabbing myself a foot-long Subway and, uh, yeah, got it in the change. It had the exact same note on it, I thought. Are
1: you kidding no. me?
3: No. Are you serious? Six years down the track. Yeah. Seth, I six couldn't believe years?
1: It. Paying for your sub with a 50, I would assume, there.
3: Yeah, a bit of a big roller now. No. Oh,
2: well bloody <laughs> damn, mate. Oh, it was incredible. I mean, I, my jaw is on the floor even listening back to it again. I can't believe that Sam found the same note. He actually sent an, a picture of it to our Instagram, at uh, showing us the, the handwritten note from his uncle and everything. So we asked you again, look, if you've lost and found something in an incredible fashion like that,
1: uh, well, to get in touch, and a few people have. Yeah, we've got Anthony from Geelong. G'day, Anthony. What's your lost and found miracle?
4: This was from my old man. It was a couple of years ago. He's in the backyard doing some work, and he, he put his wallet on his boot of the car, and he's gone off to go to the shop to get some stuff, and he's just driven straight away. And then he's gone to the shops at the till and he's gone to pay and he's like, oh, I haven't got my wallet on me. He might have left it in the car. So he's gone to check there and he's, uh, he's had a realization that he's left it on the boot. So he uh, retraced his steps, drove back home the same way he came in and couldn't find anything on the, uh, on the road. So he got home, told us he was a bit miffed because he had, uh, I think it was like three or 400 bucks in the wallet at the time, plus all his cards. So he rang a few people to cancel some cards and to get some one, new ones ordered in. That's always worse than the money for mine. Miles worse. I would
1: rather lose thousands of dollars of cash than have to go (laughs) in and get another photo taken at the
4: bloody place. And then he gets a call that night, and it turns out that uh, his cousin's son had driven past, picked up the wallet, and he looked inside to see the license photo, and he's like, oh, that kind of looks like Dad's cousin. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wow. So, so, lo and behold,
4: he's he's taken it home to his dad. He's like, yeah, mate, that's Gus. So he, uh, he gives them a buzz and say, "Yeah, mate, we've got your wallet. All the money's here. All the cards are here. So uh, you can come pick it up when you want." Wait, were the oh, cards amazing. still? Can he
1: uncancel the cards, or were they <laughs> they toast? Uh,
4: he had a few come in the mail the next week. Oh damn! And what All about right, what almost. about
1: a little a little
2: uh finder's fee for your cousin's <laughs> son, hey? Yeah,
4: he uh he definitely did. They didn't want to take it, but he uh he forced it upon them. He's like, "Have a little bit uh a little bit extra for the effort." Oh, nice work. Thanks very much,
1: Anthony. Cheers, Anthony. Really Really appreciate it. Hannah is from Brisbane. And you've got a similar story, Hannah, of something being left on a car. What happened?
0: Uh, Yeah, I was coming home from uni one day, um, had caught the train, so made it back to my car, put everything in there. Um, While I was putting my bags away, put my laptop on the roof uh, and in the space of 10 seconds, forgot. Oh, it always happens. I I, I
2: mean, usually it's a coffee, Hannah. Usually it's a coffee, but the laptop. Yeah,
0: it was... And it, it's, yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking. In my defense, the laptop case was red and my car was red at the time. So uh, sure. that's how I justify it. But, the camouflage um, anyway,
1: case, yep.
0: Anyway, I just drove home uh, a few hours later, go to work on an assignment that was due in a few days. And um, yeah, couldn't find my laptop anywhere. And I'm thinking, I've left it on the train. That must be it. <laughs> so I register my details with lost property uh, and kind of accept the fact that I'll never see it again. So I'm like, okay, great. I've got to buy a new laptop. No worries. A week later I get a call from a random number and this guy is like, oh, is this Hannah? Like, "Uh, yes, can I help you? He's like, oh, I uh, found your laptop on the side of the road. I work in IT, was able to get it started again, got your number off your resume on your desktop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He's he's done the sneaky hack as well, gotten into the Uh, system and –
0: well, that's what I'm thinking. It didn't work quite right ever since, so I've probably been hacked um, and <laughs> yeah. he's been watching me through my webcam. Who knows?
1: But <laughs> oh, anyway... I am going to say, and he, now you're married? Is that how it ends? <laughs> <is? laughs> no.
0: He was way older, just a lovely guy who worked Aww. in IT. Um, and yeah, it was a bit... Uh, battered and bruised and the screen was out of alignment at the hinge, but it still <laughs> worked. <laughs> well,
1: that is the main thing. You've done very well there, Hannah. Thank you very much for talking to Thank us. Thank
0: you.
1: And let's go with Jake in Melbourne. Now, Jake, this is pretty incredible stuff. Can you please tell us your lost and found miracle?
6: Yeah, no, it was pretty nice. I used to have a necklace um, and I remember wearing it um, to the my first day of university, it's going back a couple of years now. Is this like me um, and Matt?
1: We are both into uh, shark teeth. Yeah, um, was it was the t- shark tooth. It was the first thing I thought of, Alex.
6: <laughs> Wasn't quite, but um, it was pretty similar in terms of like with a little emblem on the mm-hmm. end of a bit of string. Um, yeah, anyway, I'd lost it. Didn't know what happened to it. Um, fast forward three years later, my last day of uni, I went in, put the final assignment in, I was walking back to the car. I was pretty stoked. Looked down next to where I'd parked my car, which I pretty much parked in the same place every day for uni. I found my necklace in the dirt. Crazy. So you lost it
1: on your... No, three years later, lost it on your very first day of uni, and on your last day of uni, you found it again.
6: Correct. Yeah, that's it. I think it was some sort of symbolic sort of gesture of how much i would changed at university. (laughs) (laughs) That's...
2: (laughs) I mean, did you did you have you did you rock it straight away? Did you put it back on, or what? Were you like, oh, I don't wear necklaces anymore. That's lame. <laughs> I was,
6: just as I was thinking before, I, I actually don't know where I put it down. Maybe I um maybe I've just misplaced it again. Maybe I've put it on my way into work or something. And then when I quit my job, I'll find it again.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of those things. Did that, did that like make you believe in any sort of higher power or something like that? Cause as coincidences that get quite, as large as that, just make you go, hang on a minute.
6: Yeah, it was nuts. I thought it was definitely some sort of sign Probably to get the hell out of there and um, and kick on. I think that's incredible. Oh, so stuff.
2: great, man! Really, really awesome. Well, congrats on finishing your degree as well. That's no easy feat, let alone finding a necklace three years later.
1: Uh, Jake from Melbourne, thanks for getting in touch. Cheers. Beautiful, Jake. Uh, hit us up on Discord. We've got the chat happening uh pretty well there i'm sneaking around as your boy tepid heat uh matt o'kind watch out for him it's your boy disco on there as well and you can always uh leave us a story there hit, hit the link in our instagram bio to uh join the community of all day breakfast
2: hey still to come we've got one of my favorite comedians celia picola it's matt and alex all day breakfast
1: all day breakfast
2: Yes, right now on All Day Breakfast, we want to make sure that you are up to date with the dankest memes floating around on the interwebs. And to help us, uh, we're crossing live now to the Spicy Stock Exchange, where our meme expert, Dat Boy Gregory Saladfingers, has all the latest with What's Dank.
1: G'day there, Dat Boy Gregory Saladfingers here with your meme market updates. Well, 2020 may have sent global financial markets crashing, but savvy meme makers have been using this dumpster fire of a year against itself, to make solid gains in their spicy content portfolios. By taking a pop culture picture and labelling it My Plans, then juxtaposing that with a similar yet decrepit version, labelling it 2020, investors are seeing massive returns in all corners of the market. Likes, tweets, upvotes. And these profits, when placed next to an ascending orange arrow, are collectively known as stonks. In fact, meta meme makers are even capitalising on the popularity of the word stonks by making memes about stonks, hence getting more stonks. Although some experts do warn that this will lead to a subprime stonks bubble, which is poised for a crash, otherwise known as Stanks. Looking elsewhere now, and Michael Jordan has already proven his worth as an internet currency with countless investors retiring and buying beach houses off their profits made from investing in the Michael Jordan crying meme of 2015. Now with the Chicago Bulls documentary The Last Dance finishing up, it was inevitable that meme scavengers would be scouring the popular Netflix series searching for screenshot scraps. Whether it's Michael Jordan laughing at an iPad, Michael Jordan jamming out on the Bulls tool bus, or even a random Indiana Pacers fan yelling at a basketball game, the market has certainly thrown a lot of Federal Reserve meme bonds into the series. In fact, this analyst is of the opinion that the meme meets frenzy has stripped the carcass of the series bare, and investors seeking a high rate of return should invest in the local market. For example, why not try using this 1992 video of Aussie basketballer Andrew Gaze telling kids about a Kellogg's breakfast? Played basketball
6: without any air in the ball? He doesn't bounce.
1: Right, and that's how you could
2: feel in the morning if you don't have your breakfast.
1: It's short, snappy, and I'm pretty sure the little girl in the ad is actually a young Beck Hewitt. Anyway, that's it from the meme stock exchange for now. This is dat boy Gregory Figures throwing it back from Atokine in the studio.
2: Thank you very much, Dat Boy Gregory. Uh, I'm seeing some movement on the market with a meme that's starting to emerge uh, labelled Central Park Karen. Can you talk to us about that, Dat Boy Gregory?
1: Yes, with a lot of money going into the Karen meme, it was only a matter of time until that particular portfolio diversified and we have many Karen subsets uh, flooding the market now. The Central Park Karen uh, was taking issue with a man asking her to put a leash on her dog. She released a tirade against him, but the footage of her being totally unreasonable has landed her fired and no longer having a manager to talk to.
2: Yeah, she she really seems to have added to the uh, cop caller memes that seem to be popping up uh, alongside barbecue Becky, Permit Patty and Corner Store Caroline. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, this particular meme diversifies in the uh, in the days after this. Of course, Central uh, Park Karen currently stating that her meme fame destroying her life, uh, much like the life she attempted to destroy by calling the cops on the black guy in Central Park. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> I, <laughs> mean, <starts>. <laughs> I
1: mean, indeed. I mean, who who who's that?
2: Oh, sorry, that boy Gregory uh,
1: salad, you. Fingers. Sorry, Mr., Mr. salad
2: Fingers. Sorry, Mister Mister Salad Fingers. Very, very sorry. Uh, you are with Matt and uh, Alex. Back to us in this video. <laughs>
1: Matt O'Kine, uh, if we were Sherlock and Watson, who would be who? Well, I listen to way more crime podcasts, so I would be Sherlock for sure. Well, I watch a lot of crime shows, including the show Sherlock. Have you watched that? Mm. No, I haven't, but it is <laughs> it is on Stan. Elementary, my dear Watson. Actually, I saw today that um, there's a Sherlock and Watson on the Mars rover as well. That's what the name of like a little camera on the end of the arm, and Watson's the little um, grabby thing, or vice versa. And they're going to be, um, in 2021, finding out a little bit about the Martian sand grain-sized clues as to where um, Mars came from. Solving Mars crimes yeah, already. I, I doubt they'll be as good as the stories we've gotten, though, from uh, people's parents, because we mentioned the other day uh, a couple of kids getting in trouble from their parents who seem to be uh, a bit of a Sherlock Holmes themselves. Uh, Penn went through the window and they <laughs> looked at the... The glass shattering is to the direction that it came in. Footprints in pot plants. Mm, Another one. Can't get
2: one past your parents. They are like detectives. And uh, Kyle, right now on the phone from the Gold Coast. uh, Kyle, your dad is an actual detective. Yeah, that's right. So, uh,
1: what was that like growing up? Yeah,
2: what's that like?
5: He used to try and use his detective skills in whichever way possible to catch me and my sister out from not doing our chores. Goodness gracious. <laughs>
2: okay. What do you get, the, the, the fingerprint powder out? or what, what? What? How'd he catch you?
5: If we didn't walk the dog, he would hide the leash and hang it up in a way that neither my sister or I would ever think to hang it up, and then he'd go, oh, did you walk the dog today? Yeah, we did. Oh, then why is the leash still in the same position? <laughs> oh, we hang it there. How did you hang it up? He would have hanged up that way. And then
2: Suddenly it's a sixteen out. hour interrogation in a blank walled room.
5: Exactly. <laughs> Get my sister and I individually, check our stories, make sure they matched up, but then <laughs> if they didn't he knew that there was a hole in the story somewhere.
2: Just going on to a more serious note, is it can it be a little bit full on at times? Did your dad go through some uh, you know, have, have some tough trials to deal with?
5: Uh, yeah, there's definitely been some Tough cases, and he was actually one of
1: them was turned into an underbelly. So he's had a few. Oh, oh, oh interesting! Ones. I'm assuming but, that wasn't uh, the uh, the dog walking <laughs> story.
5: No, that that one's under, <laughs> that one's, you know, brushed
1: away. Thank you very much for uh, letting us know, Carl. We'll catch you later. Thanks, boys. Uh, we've also got Renee from the Gold Coast who is joining us here. Hello to you, Renee. Hi,
7: boys. How's it going?
1: Not too bad. Uh, your parents a bit of a detective?
7: Well, I think I was a bit of a. De- detective back in my share house days.
2: Yesterday we had a story of leftovers getting snaked by a a flatmate right under their nose. What were your roommates doing?
7: I sort of discovered after a little while that my things around my room started to go missing, in particularly uh, my makeup. So I only lived with one other girl at the time. And after a while, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just ask her what's going on. Like, is she sort of borrowing my makeup, whatever? She was like, no, no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just thought, nah, something's going on. Like, I'm not crazy. My stuff's definitely going missing. I need to set a booby trap. I need to, <laughs> I need to solve the case. Okay, <laughs> <Fair> cool. <call. laughs> what I did was I, um, I folded up a little piece of paper and I placed it in the crack of the door so that When the door opened, the little piece of paper would drop onto the floor. So obviously I'd know if someone had been in my room.
1: That's pretty good. I also like a bucket of water on the head. <laughs> but a uh, piece of paper, that's not too
2: bad. I, the I old burning hot iron swinging down on a cord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Home Alone styles. I wish I the
7: mechanics to pull that off, actually. That's a good idea. Okay. Toy cars um, on the
2: carpet underneath the feet. Yep, they're all there. Yeah, but
7: I thought, you know, I need a little bit more proof than that. Like the paper can slip out accidentally. Who knows? Maybe she needs to go in there and borrow something. I mm. don't know. So I thought, okay, I need to narrow it down to the makeup bag.
1: That's so true because, I, you know, if you see at the start, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark the other day and there's not just one booby trap at that first set. You've got multiple <laughs> angles attacking whoever's trying to steal your golden prize.
7: <laughs> Enter if you dare.
4: <laughs> yeah. But, um,
7: <laughs> but, yeah, so I got a Nico pen and I marked on the case where the zippers were closed up on the makeup case. <laughs> And so, if the marks don't align up with the zips, boom, gotcha. <laughs> wow. Have you thought about a
1: video camera <laughs> or something as well? <laughs> I mean, did it, did it
2: not just click when your roommate looked exactly the same as you, like the same colored <laughs> lipstick? And <laughs> like, wait a minute, I'm the only one with well, aubergine lipstick around here. The, I don't know what the aubergines are
7: color. Like, yeah, the thing is, like, you could ask someone, hey, Normally I'd be like, sure, you can borrow it. But when they lie to you, it's sort of like, okay, now I want to catch you. Like, oh, when you I lie, wanna...
1: it's booby trap city. That's, that's yeah. all that's going on. And so did it, did it, did it line up? Did the paper fall <laughs> off? Did the pencil case texture line up? Two out of two. Zippers were in the not the right spot and oh. there was paper on
7: the ground. So guilty. <laughs> guilty, guilty, yes. guilty.
1: And I'm, I'm sure when you presented, you went, aha, there was paper <laughs> on the ground and the zipper didn't line up with that. Your housemate said, you've got me. Oh. I, I give up.
8: I actually didn't
7: want to let her know my little secret tricks of how I caught her, so I didn't actually confront her about it. I just did, like, the sneaky got the carpenter boyfriend to put the lock on the door so she couldn't get in anymore. Oh, <laughs> so okay.
2: Did. You, didn't want to, you didn't want a confrontation. That's fair enough. Yeah, I
7: was a bit of a silk, I didn't want to confront her about it. I had to live with her still. Did so. oh, <laughs>
1: you didn't want to ask her to move out?
7: <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't that serious. We
2: did, didn't need to come to that. Okay. Oh well, that's that's a pretty reasonable way of resolving that, Renee. Thank you very much
1: for sharing with us.
7: That's all right. No
1: worries, guys. Awesome. I still think bucket of water on the head.
7: Yeah.
2: Because then and you also, can walk
1: out and say something cool like you're all washed up, or something like that. You need the catchphrase to go along uh, with the crime crime stopping. Also,
2: I do want to clarify that when I said the aubergine lipstick, uh, I said I don't know if that's a color or not. What I I knew, obviously I know that aubergines are eggplants. Well, I just didn't know whether there would be lipstick that was aubergine coloured, but turns out mm. there is aubergine kiss. Thank you very much. <sniffs> There's always weird yeah. lipstick
1: names. Yeah, jokes on you, listener. Who's <laughs> stupid now?
2: <laughs> I'm not talking to the listener. I'm talking to you. You were the one laughing. I saw you laugh off, mic.
4: <laughs> anyway,
2: thanks very much, shall, Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Shall we move on?
4: <laughs> Let's do it.
1: All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm.
2: Now, if you uh, listen to the show yesterday, you'll know that L- Alex Dyson uh, is now the star of a music video clip uh, produced by Alice Ivy, and it sees a incredibly ripped, singleted Alex Dyson just strut his stuff down the halls of the Lithuanian club. Uh, it threw the backstage area out onto stage. It really is. I mean, it, it's it's amazing stuff. Did you have you had good feedback,
1: Alex Dyson? Well, you're the only one who's mentioned the the ripness. I couldn't. I didn't know what was going on because I haven't been doing any work. But I thought it could be because my cafe closed down in Corona. I got eight kilograms of coffee, and I've been hand-grinding it. So I think that's where just the right shoulder potentially got a little bit extra pump from the hand-grind every day. Mm, um, so that's been okay. Don't explain
2: the left shoulder, mate, <laughs> unless you're uh, trying to make it feel like a stranger again. <laughs> hey, um, we have got a guest... On the phone, who can give her? <laughs> can, I just, very solid. can I just say
1: we should definitely leave that kind of <laughs> chat when we don't have guests that we're about to introduce? Please, Matt, just can we just make a note of that? Okay, okay, fine. Reference.
2: Reset. Let's reset, okay? It's, uh, that, none of that happened. No, We're she's on the phone. She heard all every word. Oh, sorry. Well, Celia Bacola's no stranger <laughs> to those sort of jokes. Uh, she's a good mate of mine. Please welcome on to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, one of Australia's finest stand-ups, performers, actors, dancers now. It is Celia Bacola. Hello. Thank you for having me. I
8: don't know what you're talking about. I don't know anything about the kind of filth that you two discuss.
2: <laughs> no, sorry. We're I mean, so sorry. and
1: Nor should you. I mean, you, you've you gone out from the dirty comedy clubs and backroom nice. bars of Australia onto sequins. You got the, the Logies <laughs> for television. You were a starlet now, Celia Piccola, which is which is why we've got you on because after winning with the Dancing with the Stars, I mean, <laughs> the world has changed since that moment.
8: Hasn't it just? I am now all about the dance or as I now call it, dance. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh,
1: sorry. I and
8: I don't. I leap.
2: <laughs> I play. Yeah. You did win Dancing with the I Stars. It, it was a very strange year. Oh, we we've, hey, we've, we've got some we've got some footage from it. The winners and new champions of Dancing with the Stars 2020.
8: It's Celia and Jared! <laughs> splits, do and the splits. They? You said you'd do them if you won. <laughs> and can i tell you the 25 people who were watching were just as excited <laughs> well well this I... is it you go
1: through the whole series and is it the f- just literally the final episode or two Everything starts locking down. It's now da- dancing uh, to dancing an empty arena. Room. Can you talk okay. us through what was going through in those moments, in the in the week um, that was, happened?
8: It was so crazy. So it was the last sort of four episodes we had no audience and we didn't think it was going. It got progressively weirder. So first we had no audience, which was weird but doable. The next week Christian Wilkins' dad was diagnosed. So Christian Wilkins was in lockdown. So he did a live trot on the rooftop of a quest apartment around a barbecue that happened on live television the next week live television me and my dance partner jared were on the dance floor preparing to do our jive amanda keller and grant denny were about to introduce us then the show gets interrupted by scott morrison giving an emergency announcement about the lockdown whilst we're standing on the dance floor waiting like independent safe style terrifying. The world is changing as we know it. Schools are shutting down. We will not be beaten. And then it comes back, and now here's Celia and Jared to do a job. <laughs> 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 it's show! Absolutely ridiculous just got weirder and weirder and weirder. And by the end, I was so into it. It was the only thing I had to hold on to. I was like, all I care about is the cha-cha. The world needs me to jive my ass off because everything else is terrifying. So look, it was bananas. But yeah, I miss it a lot. But I'm so glad there were cameras rolling because I, it honestly feels like a fever dream. That it yeah. never actually happened. Didn't I, mean,
2: I mean, I was listening to your "In Isolation" with uh, Shameless podcast, and oh, you yeah? kind of you joked about um, about it being kind of frustrating because people seem to miss this moment for you. Was yeah. it actually a what? little bit annoying?
8: Yeah, totally <laughs> annoying. I did an interview the other day, and someone went, "You want dancing with the stars last year." I'm like, "No, mate, it was three weeks ago." <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of the thing. I did a flip. Matt kind, I did a flip. I'm a 37-year-old woman. I did a flip to no applause. A flip to no applause. And I can't do it again. Is there any
2: dance that you picked up along the way that has made you think, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. Like, what surprised you?
8: My favorite one was doing the salsa to no scrubs. <laughs> oh,
2: um, yes, yeah, that's great. And
8: that was the first time I went upside down and it was the last time we had an audience. So I actually got an, I went upside down and got an applause and that that you know, sequin outfit and i just can't believe that's my life
1: and you went yeah, you went straight stuff. from no scrubs to no audience uh, is <laughs> <Right>? the progression <laughs> <No
8: self-esteem. laughs>
2: so where do we where do we find you during this uh, isolation period what have you where, where are you right now are you at home I'm, or were, did you get stuck I'm in overseas
8: perth. Or, you're i'm in perth. perth i'm in Fremantle. i'm on the west coast um, which is kind of nice so i am with my boyfriend got a boyfriend He's a mystery man, who you will not find. Um, and he, I got him. I got him. Sounds like he lives about. in Canada. He's you
1: not. wouldn't know him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in Fremantle right now. I promise.
8: It's weird that like I kind of it seems like he's made up, but it's actually the the truth is worse. Is that he's real, but I don't talk about him because it's off brand for me. <laughs> None of it. Is. Like a lot sure. of my material is being single and having cats and stuff, so it's really it doesn't it doesn't help my image but I actually have quite a handsome
2: boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well we'll, well, we'll cut all this out of the podcast. Yeah. We promise. We've got to maintain
1: the brand because you did take out Dancing with the Stars. You say no one saw it, but I tell you what, Celia, I saw it and I was inspired and I yes. used the energy oh, that God. you brought on the dance floor to get in this video clip. You've had a look. I would really love the carryover champion okay. of Dancing with the Stars to to give it a really quick critique uh, for Alice Ivy's Better Man. He, I think
8: you did an amazing job. My first question, incredible Corrie. That's what we say. We say Corrie. Oh,
1: what,
2: do curry. we? Now? What's that short okay, for? Fair
8: enough. <laughs> Cory. Curry, Curry. And I want to know how long it took your dance partner, that mop, to teach
1: you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That it, the, the passion has to be believable between you and your partner. And so when I yeah. looked at that mop, I just needed yeah. to really believe that, uh, yeah, that it was my really it, it good-looking girlfriend, which I totally have.
8: <laughs> yeah, he's in Canada. It, it didn't seem particularly consensual from the point of view of the mop.
1: I was, it wasn't giving like me like much in return. You, you're
2: right. It, no. was bo- it was um, incredible that it was both in front of no crowds as well.
8: Yeah. Here's my other question is what did the viewer do to make you so mad at us? <laughs> 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 like you were giving some real, the death stare, the angry dance face yeah. is Real. Was that a choice?
1: Well, like, it's sort it, of very much does. like Flight of the Concords where Brett dances angry. I find I can't oh da- dance happy. I can't dance happy um, because <laughs> it's uh, it doesn't work. And I would love to follow in your footsteps and go on Dancing with the Stars, but unfortunately, <laughs> I said I only dance with brooms or mops. And Amanda uh, Caller, Grant denya they said to me, you know, you're going to need a person. <laughs> and I'm like, well, too bad. You can't have me. I
8: be overqualified like you it's good like it's not as much as i want to give you shit, i mean i'm pretty sure you dislocated a few things like you've got <laughs> motion and energy like that was a not that was not low energy. you would jump and you got some air in that final bit i think you did really well oh, thanks, i mean, Cilia. you committed i'll say it that you really committed was it completely graceful no technically was it a there who, I don't know. Flawed, but did technically I flawed. I watched it. Sure did.
1: Well, that oh, is very That's kind what of you, we to say. Want Celia Picola.
2: Thank you so much for uh, for joining us on All Day Breakfast. Congrats again on your massive win. It really was awesome to see you take home the trophy and do the splits at the end of it all. Uh, it and, was
1: incredible stuff. And enjoy and- Fremantle as well. And make sure that Thanks. you do check out Celia's stand-up comedy special. It's called All Talk. It's streaming globally on Amazon Prime Video and I've checked our uh, podcast statistics and we I think we've hit 98 <laughs> countries so far, Celia, so everyone really? can jump on it.
8: Wow. Yeah, it's on Amazon It's worldwide, which I didn't realise. I might get a real kick out of whenever anyone from a country that's not Australia can watch it. But also, if you want to just make me feel good, if you happen to see the footage of me doing a flip, just film yourself applauding and send
1: that <laughs> <laughs> you. will compile your own audience. That would be great. <laughs> Thank yep. you
2: so much, Jill. Yeah, You're Thank amazing. You. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Okay, Talk to you later. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. <laughs> oh, I feel a buzz.
2: Well, Alex Dyson, a lot of people commenting on our Instagram at matt.ann.alex saying how much they liked the skip over oh. the green jacket that you did, but yet to see a flip from your dancing
1: performance. So maybe well, next
2: time Alice Ivy does a song, you can chuck one in.
1: Absolutely not. As we heard on our <laughs> first podcast, the last time I almost did a <laughs> cartwheel flip, I popped my elbow out. First of many. So um, maybe that could be a, a challenge through the year. I mean, Celia said that she'd do the splits at the end of, uh, at the end of um, Dancing with the Stars. Maybe at the end of All Day Breakfast this year, Alex Dyson doing the flip.
2: Yeah, why not get rid of the other elbow? You don't need that one either. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Please keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Instagram. Thank you to Zach from Hockey Dad. Thank you to all of our callers. We love hearing from you, and we'll catch you next time. Ta-ta.